If you're anything like I was, I tried a lot of different sources and resources to find help with my sexual addiction. I wanted to fix it on my own, and when that didn't work, I tried going to a few different counselors, but nothing helped me. I floundered in my failure to eradicate this issue in my life, and I was convinced that no one truly understood my struggle, my fear, my frustrations. So I came to a very powerful, albeit wrong, conclusion that I was beyond help, and therefore beyond hope, but God's Word says otherwise. Welcome to Episode 103 of the Point of Purity Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Etner, author, national speaker, and purity coach for the Pure Man Ministry. And in this episode, we're going to look at Psalm 54, verse 4, which says, Behold, God is my helper. In Psalm 54, verse 4, the psalmist declares, Behold, God is my helper. The Lord is the sustainer of my soul. I want you to pause long enough here to consider the power of what David is saying. God is my helper. The Lord is on my side. The Lord is on your side as our helper. Now, exactly whom is David talking about? <clears throat> Excuse me. If, if your answer is, well, he's talking about God or the Lord, you're correct. But the answer goes much deeper than that. The name God. God is my helper, comes from the Hebrew word Elohim. David is referring here to the supreme, sovereign, almighty, all-powerful, most holy creator of the universe, God himself. This, this isn't just any little old G God that he's referring to. He, he's talking about the one and the only Elohim. Now think about that. The true God of the universe is your helper. Not porn, not lust, not masturbation, not sexual fantasy, not sexually acting out. God, and God alone, is our helper. (laughs) Dare I repeat this? Let the, the truth of this scripture sink in. God is my helper. I love that. David didn't say God could be my helper. He didn't say he might be, would be, should be, ought to be. No. He boldly declares that God is my helper. Present tense. Right here and right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. You get the idea? The Almighty, thrice holy God is my helper. Now, I understand that at times, possibly even most of the time, it may not feel that way. But let me assure you that at those times, your feelings are trying to mislead you. They're deceiving you. The biblical truth, the fact is God is your helper. He is always your helper. That's truth from Scripture. That's the promise of God's Word directly from the mouth of God Himself. Take it to the bank of heaven, my friend. God is your helper. Now, I also want you to notice that the psalmist says God is my helper. In other words, he cares about me. He cares about me personally. He cares about me. He cares about you deeply, my friend. Scripture tells us that he even knows the numbers of hairs on our head. Now, for some of us, that's not too big of a task. 
but for others it, it may be. But, but he knows the number of hairs on your head, Luke 12, verse 7. He is my helper. Oh, believe that. Cling to that. Hebrews 13, 6. You can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Okay, now, I want you to also note from Psalm 54, verse 4, that God is my helper. In Isaiah 41, verses 10 and 13, God says, Do not be afraid, for I am with you. Do not be discouraged. I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. I am the one who helps you, declares the Lord. Isaiah 41, verses 10 and 13. A couple chapters later, in Isaiah 43, verses 1 and 2, we read this. Listen to the Lord who created you, the one who formed you, who says, Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. Isaiah 43, verses 1 and 2. I love how the Apostle Paul adds in Romans 8.31, What then shall we say to these things? If, if God is for us, who can be against us? In other words, with God as your helper, you not only can defeat the three-headed dragon of lust and porn and masturbation, but you will crush it, Philippians 4.13. So I have a question for you. Do you believe, I mean truly Genuinely, deep in your heart, believe that God is your helper, especially in the area of victory over sexual temptation. Now, I want you to think about this. If your answer is, well, yes, I believe that God is my helper, I want you to consider this question. What are your life choices and your daily behavior revealing? Are your choices and your actions, your attitude, your demeanor, is that supporting your answer? Are your words, yeah, I believe it, just words? Or are your actions proving your response? Truth be told, I submit that more than likely, your answer to the question I just asked about, do you believe, truly believe that God is your helper, your answer of necessity would have to be, no, I, I guess I truly don't believe that God is my helper. And here's why I say that. If you're losing the battle with lust and porn and masturbation, then you don't believe. You see, a powerful lie of the enemy is that you're out there standing on the battlefield, you're bloodied, bruised, and broken, and, and you're all alone in this war. One of the major struggles that you've wrestled with up until now is truly believing, deep in your heart, convinced that God is there. And that God wants to help you through the battle. He wants to help you overcome your bondage to King me. Instead, you end up feeling like God's angry at you for your sinful choices. He's disappointed in you for your weakness yet again. And so he's, he's punishing you for your repeated sinful choices. But my friend, nothing could be farther from the truth. Let me share with you the truth from God's word. Hebrews 13 verse 6 says, we can confidently say the Lord is my helper. Did you catch that? We can confidently say the Lord is my helper. We can confidently say, I won't fear. 
What can man, what can lust, what can porn, what can masturbation, what can sexual temptation do to me? Nothing. In Psalm 121, David exclaims, I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made the heavens and the earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Psalm 121, verses 1 through 3, 5, 7, and 8. And in Psalm 46, verse 1, listen, God said, we, we read this, God is our refuge and our strength. He is a very present help in time of trouble. The Lord is our helper. In Psalm 28, verse 7, the psalmist declares, The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts, and I am helped. In Psalm 118, verse 7, we see that the Lord is on my side as my helper. I shall look in triumph on those who hate me. Psalm 118, verse 7. Well, hopefully, the point God's trying to make here in these verses has has begun to sink in and it's gotten through loud and clear. Listen, God is your helper in your time of trouble. God is your helper in your time of trial. God is your helper in your moment of temptation. So I urge you, I challenge you, I encourage you, choose right here, right now, right now, right now. Let him help you. Well, not only is God your helper, but David also says in Psalm 54, verse 4, that the Lord, that's the name Jehovah, the Almighty God, is the sustainer of my soul. In other words, God is the only one upon whom you can fully lean, completely rest upon for strength and support at all times and in every aspect of your life. As you choose to daily lift up your soul to him, only God will hold you up and keep you from collapsing or giving way under, uh, under the weight of your trial, your temptation, or the test that you're going through. In Psalm 73, verse 26, the psalmist declares, My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Now, I, I've got to repeat that verse. That is so powerful. Psalm 73, verse 26, My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart, and he is my portion forever. Here's the point I'm wanting to make. In Psalm 25, verse 1, David is saying, I lift up my soul to you, O God. He's fully surrendering. He's totally yielding all that he is to God. Because, watch this now, because he's confident that God will not only take care of him, but God will meet all of his needs, just as he promised, every single one of them. What about you? Do you believe that? Okay, so far we've seen that lifting your soul up to God, if you've been tracking with us over the last couple of episodes, we've been looking 
in depth at Psalm 25, verse 1, that we've talked about lifting up our soul to God. And it means that we're choosing to surrender totally and completely everything you are and everything you have over to the Almighty. You're trusting the most holy, sovereign creator of the universe with every aspect of your life. And and watch this now. <laughs> that of necessity includes our sexuality. Now, I want to move our focus to the word surrender. And I want to ask this question. What does the word surrender mean? How would you define it? To surrender is to yield every aspect of your life completely, willingly, unreservedly to the possession or the power, if you will, of the Almighty God, your Creator, the Savior of your soul. To to, to surrender is acknowledging and admitting to God that which you are yielding, that which you are giving up to Him is no longer yours to have. It's not yours to hold. It's not yours to use any way you see fit. You are willingly submitting it all, including including your sexual passion and desires. You're surrendering it all. You're submitting it. You're yielding it. You're giving it over to the power and authority of God. You're acknowledging he owns it all. Every aspect of your life, everything that happens is under the sovereign control of the Almighty Creator of the universe, the Savior of your soul. Do you truly, do you genuinely want to be free from your sexual temptation? Now, now, seriously, think about that question. Let me ask it again. Do you genuinely, do you truly want to be free, free from your sexual temptations? Deep in your heart, Do you want to live in constant, consistent victory over your sexual impurity? I'm going to assume that your answer is yes, or you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. You wouldn't be listening to this series. And if your answer is yes, then you must daily choose to surrender yourself to God. You must daily choose, moment by moment, choose to yield completely and unreservedly everything you are everything you have over to God's perfect authority in your life and trust him fully. You see, only then will you be able to set yourself against the devil firmly and successfully withstand the constant barrage of temptations that he will lob at you, James 4, 7. Only then, only when you yield and surrender everything to God, only then can you Resist him firm in your faith, First Peter 5, 9. Now, watch this now. Submitting yourself to God, lifting your soul to your heavenly Father in every area of your life, which includes our sexual passions, surrendering to God, submitting to God, lifting your soul to God, that's the only way to give no opportunity to the devil, Ephesians four twenty seven. Oh, my friend... Never lose sight of the fact that the problem you're struggling with is not lust. That's not the problem. It's not pornography. It's not masturbation. It's not sexually acting out. That's not the issue. We've discussed this before, and we will continue to repeat this point in episode after episode. Because those things, the lust, the porn, the masturbation, the sexually acting out, those are the byproducts of the real problem. 
And if the enemy can keep you focused on the byproducts, then you'll never address the real issue, the real problem. Watch this now. The real issue each and every one of us are struggling with is a worship disorder of the heart. In your heart, you're worshiping the wrong God. And here's the thing. Watch this now. If you forget everything else in this episode, here's the takeaway. Wrong worship will always lead to wrong behavior. Did you catch that? Wrong worship will always lead to wrong behavior. To change your behavior, you must start by changing your heart. So this submission thing we're talking about to God, this this lifting up of your soul, this total and complete surrender over to the Almighty, it's not about taking your sexual desires and handing them over to Him. Now, Now, don't misunderstand me. That's certainly part of it. But before you can or will willingly surrender your sexual desires over to God, you have to first choose daily. You have to first choose moment by moment to surrender your heart, your life, your will, your desires, surrendering yourself over to God. That's why the psalmist says in Psalm 25, verse 1, To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. Okay, we're going to hit the pause button here until next week's episode as we look forward to continuing in this ongoing study. But uh, as I close this episode, I I just want you to know how deeply honored I am that you have chosen to share your time with me today, that you've chosen to listen to this episode in its entirety. I mean that. Thank you. Would you prayerfully and seriously consider the potential uh, prospect of of joining us and being a vital part of this ministry? Here's what I mean. Here at the Pure Man Ministry, we are praying, desperately seeking for, for purity coach partners, is what we're calling them, purity coach partners, people who will commit to supporting this ministry in two major areas. Now, please, Listen me out and, and, and don't stop the episodes yet. This is important. First and foremost, we need support in prayer. We, we need you to be praying for this ministry. And I, I'm talking about a whole lot more than just, dear God, please bless Steve Etner and the Pure Man Ministry. Now, that's important, but as important as that is, we need partners in this ministry who are praying for us daily, praying for wisdom as we mentor and counsel and coach praying for protection, as the enemy really tries almost daily to stop us in our tracks and to shut us down. We need prayer partners who are praying for the men that are entrenched and enslaved in this sexual sin, praying for their freedom, praying for their victory, praying for clarity as they're studying the scriptures, praying for their personal spiritual growth, praying for their families, their wives, their children even their churches, as they're wrestling through this issue in their life. We need, this isn't just a a desire, this is a necessity. We need faithful prayer partners who will commit to praying for this ministry on a regular basis. So would you consider becoming a purity prayer partner? We also need partners who would choose to come alongside of us and support us in this ministry financially. You see, we are a donor-supported, faith-based, not-for-profit ministry. Everything we do is dependent upon God's people supporting us, giving to this ministry financially. 
So if this episode, if this podcast, if the description of our ministry speaks to you, if, if you share, even in a small part, our burden to reach men and women across the globe with a message of freedom and victory, hope and healing and restoration through the cleansing power of the Word of God, would you please join our team of Point of Purity partners? We're looking for donations to the ministry. It can be a one-time donation, but to be honest with you, what we're really looking for, we, we will gladly receive and accept any donation that anyone wants to give. We're really looking for monthly supporters, men and women whom God is calling to support us on a monthly basis of $25, $50, $100 per month, or even more. But if you can only give a one-time gift, please, we welcome that, and, and we thank you so much for that. Your financial support of any amount to this ministry is not only greatly appreciated, to be honest with you, it's very much needed. And as an encouragement to you and as a thank you to you for any gift that you give, it's also tax deductible. So if God's moving in your heart to become a financial partner with the Pure Man Ministry, you can visit our website. Just simply go to The Purity Coach. That's all one word, The Purity, P-U-R-I-T-Y, Coach, C-O-A-C-H, ThePurityCoach.com. And then in the upper right corner, there's a donate button. And you can give your tax-deductible donation to us today. Again, that's thepuritycoach.com, and you can click on the Donate button in the upper right corner. And we thank you, thank you, thank you for your prayer support and your financial support of this ministry. Well, if you've not yet subscribed to this podcast, let me encourage you, do so today. I don't want you to miss any of our upcoming episodes. So until next time, this is author, National Speaker and Purity Coach Steve Etner reminding you that if you're going to glorify God in your everyday living, He must first be glorified in your every moment thinking.